My name is YNG1 and uh, YNG Daku. Let's get it. Let's get it. I think you just need to grab them immediately. And if people are going to vibe with the first couple of seconds of the song, then I think that it's going to be a good song. You know what I mean? Yeah, more more like bigger picture. I think I realized like after I dropped back and forth that I, I like singing and rapping. But when I try and like monetize that and make that my job, I didn't enjoy it as much. Mastermind group. Yeah. Everyone should have a group. Bouncing off ideas. And like, regardless of what industry you're in, as long as you have someone there to bounce off ideas, mm. they've got something that might not apply to you, but you can figure a way how to apply it to yourself. That's what YNG is. Yeah, YNG I think is I think I think it's I think it's just about having a group of people that you fully trust, and you can rely on opinions. You can rely on you know feedback that's going to be constructive, and you don't you don't take that negatively. You know, and using that and building and then growing together. I think that's the purpose of the group. I think that's what it's shaped into. Guys, welcome to The Flats. Thank you for joining us. For everyone watching, tuning in live, we're back with another episode. Uh, Got to thank our sponsors. First up, Capital Brewing for supporting the show. Always helping us out with some nice drinks for our little chats here. So thank you guys. Today we've got two of the YNG crew in the house. What's popping? Let's get it. What's going on, guys? What's good? What's good? Excited to be here. Yeah, thank you for coming in. It's been a long time coming. Keen to get you guys in for a while now and uh, pick your brains. But uh, what's been happening lately? Oh, we've also got a third guest we've got to talk about. Ah. Oh, yeah, Brody. yeah, yeah. You so, know the introductions. <laughs> introducing, ladies and gentlemen, Cedric the Carrot. So he's going to be here. I'm not sure if you guys can see him, but he's got a little fringe and whatnot. He's pretty edgy and shit. Um, my fridge broke, so I had to throw out everything. So Cedric the Carrot. We've eaten yeah. everything else but the carrot. Yep, yep. So uh, here it is. So that's our third guest. My name is YNG1. And, uh, YNG Daku. Let's get it. Let's get it. Here to go. What's been going on, man? Busy, man. Yeah. yeah busy. We're uh, just wrapped up uni. Mm. Yeah. Graduated. Four years. Hell yeah. Congratulations, Hell yeah. man. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, so. Yeah, Education, bro. Wrap that up and then trying to shift my focus more on music now. You know, see what I can do with the DJing, trying to learn production and get this Melbourne move and stuff going. So, Hell yeah, yeah. we've just been running with it. Yeah. <clears throat> How about you? Nice. Bro, I've been so busy with work and stuff, which is so, so boring. But, um, <laughs> gotta do it. Oh, bro, on go. I gotta fund this music, man. I did yeah. not expect Inflation's going crazy. Oh, dude. Oh, dude. I went to you buy tell me about the other it. day and it hurt. It hurt me. <laughs> bro, five dollars for lettuce. Oh, no, bro. <laughs> no. <laughs> Guess I'll buy cabbage, man. Oh, bro. But yeah, other than that, man, I've been, uh, hustling with my music, trying to get stuff out. About to hit 300k on Wanna Be More as well. Let's go, so let's go. Let's yeah. go, let's go. Killing it. Yeah. Um, yeah, other than that, bro, just chilling, just chilling, just chilling. No, it's fine. What's, what's the next oh. song you have ready to go? Oh, bro, I can't, I don't have a name for it just yet. However, it's going to be a part of like this, uh, I had this like idea that I want to do. So Wanna Be More actually came from a, uh, like a, a breakup mm. and um, yeah, bro, made that and it's like, Shout out to her, by the way. She's great. She's great. <laughs> but, um, and it's not a hateful song, bro. I love that. I love yeah, that. Yeah. It's a 
be a little dancey banger, bro. But um, yeah, it's going to be like a three-part thing. Um, and it's just going to like talk about how I kind of process things, but not in like a cringy way, like, oh, I was pretty sad and uh, stuff like that. I do not want it to be like that. But um, just kind of, I think I pro- everyone processes, uh, processes things very different. Mine's so whack the way I process things, bro. So I want to try and show that. It's your with- source of inspiration, you know, like. Well, that's it, that's bro. That's what it is. That's it. And I've been so, like, uninspired for the last, like, year or so. Yeah. I actually haven't seen you in a little bit, like, a month or so. Bro, facts, yeah. actually. Facts. I'm very busy. Yeah, bro. I think the last time I saw you was at your uh, your show that you did at, um, what is it? Oh, at Fifth Avenue? Fifth Avenue, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah for the charity one. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good little show. Bro, it was I a bop, bro. It was yeah. a bop. Yeah, yeah. the July vibes. I had to throw a party in the USA in there, you know? Oh, dude. Well, they had, like, I saw them advertise the $5 shots, right? And I'm like, yo, $5 shots? Like, do you guys, do you guys remember, like, the days of uh, Unibar? Like, yeah, you walk yeah, in, yeah, bro, yeah. $2.50 basics. Early Unibar, mm. yeah. Bro, I'm turning that was dangerous. up. Bro. I'm yeah, turning that was up. That dangerous. You know, man. But I see the $5 shots, and I'm like, oh, shit. All right. We're in trouble tonight, <laughs> boys. We're in trouble tonight. And, uh, for us cost of living conscious people, that's a, a good <laughs> good little deal. Yeah, yeah inflation's taken that. You're, yeah. not, you're not getting $2.50 shots now. Nah. <laughs> it's over. Nah. It's over. We've lived in our prime. Rip, rip the shots, yeah. <laughs> oh, bro, I wish you could just go up to the bar and be like, yo, I need like a, a drink. And like, it's going to be $5, sure. But I wish you could just be like, just put a little spray in it. I get the RSA laws, but I just kind of want... Maybe a little bit extra. Yeah. That hurt. dude, I always hear, every time I go to a bar... All the boys hate that I do this. However, I'm like, you know, you gotta, you can literally, you can't offend anyone from this. It's like, yo, if you want to overpour, I won't tell anyone. Uh, First of all, bro, I have, I, no one has ever cringed at it when I said it. Don't ask, don't get. On God, bro, (laughs) on God. And if they're as much as they are, I'm. If there's a chance that I can get a little bit more, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Watch me be labelled as stingy now. I've just ruined my whole entire <laughs> reputation, bro. <laughs> it's done. It's a wrap. Yeah. Wait till they start doing like people doing afterpay for their shots and shit oh. at, at the bar. Bro, did you actually oh, know you can actually... That's a bad uh, idea. They, they've started that zip pay. Zip pay is like afterpay, is it not? Yeah. At the bar. Well, at the bar. No, no, no. no at uh, bottle shops. Oh, no. no. Dude, I swear to God. I no. swear to God. Bro, I, so I work at BWS, right? And someone came up to me and they're like, oh, do you take zip pay? I'm like, no. No, we do not. <laughs> and um, yeah, dead ass. I was like, they're like, oh, well, can I try it? And I'm, I'm just like, whatever, we'll try it. And it works. Like that is no, if, you, nuts, if you can't bro. if you can't afford the bottle, you, you probably shouldn't be spending it on the bottle. Yeah, that's a, that's a little, that's a slippery. Slope. That's a story there, man. Like, that's a that's slippery an insider slope. story. I don't know if that's gonna fly. Yeah, <laughs> you know with the government. You know, yeah, you just started a zip pay. Scandal. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> five scandal. minutes. Ah, fuck zip pay. Fuck off. <laughs> That's bullshit. Bro, where's afterpay, bro? They Four need to catch up. For this bottle of Smirnoff, <laughs> just don't drink the Smirnoff. You get a goon bag at that point. <laughs> oh. oh, bro, I miss the. Uh, speaking of goon bags, I miss the. Uh, what are they called? Those spinny clotheslines. Oh, Hills Hoist, like Goon of Fortune. Mm. Yeah, that? bro. Oh, my old, goodness. Old, like, college days. Dude, the last time I used one, I was walking, like, through the party, and I didn't realize it was spinning around, and it, like, clocked me right in the face, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. Goon, goon back to the face humbles you. 
Dude, Truly. it does. It does. That really was like a reality check for me, bro. Yeah. Good fire. God. The, Good the God. College parties were were different, especially Dixon College. Yeah. Mm. Oh, were you guys at Dixon College? Yeah, we were at Dixon mm. College. Yeah, I went to Dixon College. Oh, did you actually? Yeah. When did you graduate? Um, I would have finished 05. Oh, make me feel like a young, young man. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, 05, <laughs> Dixon College. And was then, it, yeah. Was it, was it still? And then CIT. Yeah. Was it still as, like, drug fucked as it, <laughs> as it was when we went there? Shout oh. out Shadies, bro. Shout out Shadies. Shady Acres. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far. So maybe it's gotten worse. Um, no, it was, it was all right. There was, there was some, no complaints. There was some memorable, yeah. memorable people, memorable moments at different yeah. colleges. That was a good time. Oh, yeah. That's how we, that's how we actually met. Oh. I, I just moved. I moved, <laughs> I moved to Canberra. <laughs> Uh, straight after year 10, year 11 was my, my first year in Canberra and Brody was actually the first person I met and it was horrifying. It was just an experience really. First day, first day I met him, he took me to the drains in Dixon college. Okay. Before, before (laughs) that, before that, we did not have a great interaction. So when you get pulled into Dixon, right? And your first time, you have the home groups or whatever. Oh, like the orientation. I don't want to talk about it. I don't know where this is going. We're in like this drama room, right? And I'm like looking around. I don't know anyone. And I'm pretty outgoing, but when it comes to like school, like first day of school, I'm like, oh, okay. And I'm sussing everyone out. I'm just like, okay, well, who's the person I can kind of like, like hover t- or levitate to, so yeah, I can be yeah, like yeah. have a friend or we just something. Just kept making eye contact. I remember. I yeah. remember this. Oh, bro, I thought you did ask him like smack my <laughs> shit, bro. I was like, oh my god, is I haven't said anything to this guy. He's gonna beat me up my first day. <laughs> And I then, don't give off that kind of vibe. No, I, th- I, think nice just like, I think it was just like the shy kind of like. Yeah, I don't know anyone. I was just like looking around like, who can, who can, who can I make friends with here, you know? Oh, God. Yeah. That was, oh, dude, that was rough. Yeah, Start, get to that drain story. <laughs> we did eventually start talking, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, first, the first day we kind of hung out, he t- takes me to the Dixon College drains and he's showing me around and I'm... I'm there. I've just moved here, so I'm like, this is Snapchat day. This is like 2015. So I'm Snapchatting it, and then all my all my friends. I moved from Albury. Shout out Albury. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Albury mates are like, bro, what do you what do you why are you in a drain? <laughs> like, oh, I don't know. This is just like I think this is what they just do in Canberra. Like, <laughs> I think this is what people do for fun. Like this guy, this guy seems fun. Bro, I'm not <laughs> taking you to Questacon. I'm taking you to the uh, the drains. There used to be like a couch in these drains. Oh, uh, you remember then? When filthy. you like, in walk. hindsight, filthy. <laughs> bro, it was a an fun interesting time, one. A fun time when we when we started it, <sighs> bro. That was oh my god. See, I actually found out about that like a week before I got to Dixon. Right. And, um, so you were just excited to show me if anything. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty okay. much. I thought that was like your your regular spot. No, I mean it was pretty out there. So like, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna show something, it also like avoids that whole kind of oh like oh what's it doing. So you had a good day today. Yeah, I had a good day. The small today. talk. Whereas, like, talk. I just shoved you right into the the deep like, end. Yeah, and it's like there's a yeah. You sit on that shit. You sit on that shit. I've never <laughs> sat on it, but I'm just like, yeah, we sit on all the time, bro. Take a seat. Take a seat. <laughs> oh god, bro, that was wild. Dixon College. Yeah, that's kind of where it all started. That's where we met. I met Seton at Dixon College as well. So why did you matter? Is that how you like properly met him? Yeah. So we had a we had IT class together. Mm. <laughs> and he would just we would just sit there and uh, pull up like beats on YouTube. 
And we had a great oh, teacher, God. Lex. Shout out, Lex. And I hope you're watching this. I miss you, Lex. I heard that he was a bit of a goat. Oh, Lex was a legend. I love Lex. Yeah. I want to get a beer with you, Lex. But, <laughs> but we would just, we would just, he would just pull up beats and like start freestyling. And then we would just sit there and rap at the back of the IT class while everyone else is doing their work. That's probably why I didn't do that great in IT. Was was but, he theory or Wine Jumata then? No, no, no. Wine Jumata was after Aubrey, hey. Yeah, it was after he, Aubrey. He, he was, I don't think he was even theory. I think he was just starting, like, to, like, get into rap. Mm. But I think theory, like, was kind of, like, a month or two into that. Yeah, okay. I actually don't know the story. How did you actually get into YNG? So, so there was that, all, all of that kind of stuff happening in, uh, with Satan, and he was doing theory after a while, and then... Um, I think we went on a little, yeah, I think we went to Aubrey and after Aubrey, uh, he rebranded and with Yeah, Zine, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah. Zine, because Zine was originally in, uh, in YMG mm. and him and Satan dropped that like, it was like little a, nav, it was like a nav like cover. Oh. Um, I can't remember, I can't remember what the song was, but he dropped a nav cover and then he dropped that as YMG and so th- those two started it. Yeah, yeah. And the then, founding fathers. Yeah, yeah. The founding fathers. <laughs> And then I would still hang around with Seton and uh, we would still like just, you know, freestyle and like kick the shit and kind of just have fun making music. But one night, I think we were going to go out. I think we were going to go out and uh, we bought like a bottle of, like a litre bottle of Smirnoff. It was pretty bad. (laughs) And we were pre-drinking, but we just kept pre-drinking and we ended up finishing this bottle. And Just you, do you? Yeah, just us two. It was, we were in a state. Right, so, oh, I love you, bro, when yeah. that happened, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're my brother. You're yeah. my brother. <laughs> that kind of vibe. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, again, we were just hanging out, so we kept pulling up the beats, and we're, we're rapping over these beats, and uh, something just, like, stuck, because we were, we were pretty drunk. Yeah. And we actually, we, that's when we recorded Back and Forth. Bro, the I first, love that song. The first, I love that song. The first yeah. rendition. No, this is, a, this is like... We've graduated from Dixon at this oh, point, right, so this yeah, is yeah. like, this is like 2017, I think, early 2017, and um, yeah, we've so we've recorded the song and like, we actually realized the next day because we went into an actual studio to re-record it, and we had recorded all the vocals in the wrong key. Oh no! The auto tune was in the completely different key from uh, what the actual backing instrumental was, and we we were trying to re-record it in the right key, and it just wouldn't sound right. And then we went back to went back to his crib and we looked at the files and it was like, oh, okay, we just recorded in the wrong key. Yeah. So we stuck with it. Like, I don't know how, but we were so drunk that we did it wrong and made it sound better than if we did it right. Wrong. Uh, yeah, that's 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 how I kind of like, yeah, got, got into it. I can hear the little back and forth <laughs> coming through. <laughs> you going to drop that little karaoke? No, 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 <laughs> not at all. No, I, need, I, need a, I need a lot more vodka, apparently. There's five dollar shots. <laughs> yeah, that's it, that's it. But yeah, uh, yeah, and then and then you kind of came in and said you were you were doing music before as well, right? You have that, you have like a little band with uh, with Nick Chenery, right? Yeah, bro. Vacation paradox. Vacation paradox. Yeah, that was. Days. I must say, bro. I have like the. There's been like a couple of people that I've like. I know there's so many fucking talented people, especially in Canberra, bro. So many. Nick can sing, dude. Nick oh my god, yeah. bro. He like the best way to put him into like 
um, kind of like explain him is just like that you meet those people that are like a super like hella talented and whatnot. But this guy just soaks the air out of the room when he opens his mouth to sing, bro. Like, it's nuts. That's high praise. <laughs> nuts, bro. I swear to God. Like, this, uh, it's, like, insane. Insane. I think he has a band now called... Uh, no, he dropped a song called oh, he makes, uh, uh, Bernie's he makes, Band. He makes music with uh, his, his girlfriend, right? Ali? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen that pop around, yeah. But, um, yeah, I used to do, like... Um, the first time I ever did anything with him was... Um, you know when we used to, like... Uh, like jam out in the music rooms and stuff. At Dixon. Yeah, bro. The Harry Tier. Yeah, Harry yeah. Tier, bro. Me and Harry actually ended up making a band as well for a little bit. With, oh, that's lit. With Tobias. Oh, God, that's mad. <laughs> that's mad. That was a fun time. But yeah, no, bro. He, um, We did this like uh, cover. So if you like my, what the type of music I make or used to make before, um, like under YNG, but even in Vacation Paradox was uh, Nick like uh, produced it mixed it, whatever. Mm. But he's one of those people, bro, that's like, he looks at something and will pick it up immediately. Mm. But, um, yeah, we did this cover of uh, Night Changes by... Uh, One Direction. One Karaoke Direction, classic. Bro. Karaoke classic. On God, bro. I don't care what anyone says, bro. One Direction was insane. Insane, you, you, bro. You definitely had a big One Direction influence bro, in college, I remember. You know, all the homies <laughs> stepping into my car, bro, and I just feel like, going out tonight. <laughs> there it is. Oh, there it is. There it is. Oh, God. Wow. What a young little birdie. You glowed up. Bro, Congrats. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so ugly. Well, I still am so ugly, but I think I look a little bit better than that. <laughs> I, uh, I, remember I, used to, <laughs> I remember I used to say you used to look like Rufus at this point from Kid oh, Possible. Fuck Naked you. mole rat. <laughs> Clutch. Bro, don't don't say that because now I'm gonna be like, <laughs> that's that's all good. If you see him, call him Rufus and Naked Mole Rat from Kim Possible. When he first told me that, I'm like, who the hell is Rufus? And then I was like, then he showed me the photo. I'm like, no way, this is gonna be a thing. <laughs> yeah, well, another good time. Very early days. Wow. But yeah, Nick he don't like looking at die. What do you call um, Harry? Because he kept on messing up. But yeah, we used to do like fun things like this. And um, then we like decided to actually make, uh, we released three songs, I think. Oh no, four, four songs under um, Vacation Paradox. Mm. And I learned so much, bro. Like I had no idea how to like record myself. Mm. And um, <clears throat> yeah, unfortunately that didn't like last too long, but I learned so much from him. And I'm... Uh, then when I met, uh, I think you, how I got into like the evolution of me coming into like YNG was, um, I wrote I wrote this song. So my parents, I used to live with my parents, obviously, as we all did. <laughs> but um, bro, they left, and if if my mum is watching, I do apologise. But um, <laughs> yeah, <out> Tracy, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that she, the, like my parents left, and I'm like, well, one of the homies had like got someone to buy us alcohol at the time. And I'm home alone. I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to get into the studio. And I'm seeing all these uh, these videos of, like, artists, like, drinking in the studio, making some crazy shit. I'm like, well, maybe that's how I have to do it. So I just <laughs> get a glass of vodka and stuff. I'm, like, sipping on that shit. And um, I make casket dreaming. Yeah, right. I didn't know this. Bro, dead ass. I was um, just in, like, my room, and I end up getting so, so drunk because I can't I, – I think I'm, like – coming into being able to write somewhat decently, but I'm like, 
if I'm totally honest, I'm really self-conscious about my, like, writing. And um, I don't think that I really kind of am able to depict something that most artists are able to. In Canberra especially, we have some great, like, uh, lyric writers, you know what I mean? Like, songwriters, blah, blah, blah. But, um, right, okay, I get you. Yeah, dude, I, I wrote Casket Dream. And if you actually listen to it, it's not, like, the greatest song. However, the hooks, bro, I've never had a problem with... Right, you mean lyrically, right? Lyrically, right, it's right, not right. great, but the like the melodies and stuff uh, yeah you know? i think i think your melodies are definitely how you that is, is that your songwriting your songwriting process you end up doing melodies first because I, I remember when i was doing like recorded vocals and stuff i was doing melodies first and then i just like you know right after yeah i mean like i then i was kind of like i would listen to a beam like oh no 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 yeah, no, yeah. No. like type thing whatever yeah. but um now bro i'm more into like the punching method i think it works so much better for me but um, again, if I can't think of any lyrics, I just can't stay in my head for too long because I, if I like, I know it's not for everyone, but if I spend more than like an hour on a song that it isn't fully done, I cannot write it. Yeah, I get like, Casket Dreaming was made in about, once I finally got into the flow of things, mm-hmm. I wrote that song in like maybe half an hour. Uh, my song Late was written in about like 20 minutes, bro. And it's nuts. Yeah, well, and that was... <clears throat> I used to like be so like thing about writing um, and seeing all like the watching these interviews with people where they're just off their face writing. And then the first time I didn't do that was uh, late. That was the first time I ever wrote a song sober. And I think it's well, evidently so it's like my best song. And then yeah, every no, song. I, I, I would agree. Yeah. Mm, I just I refuse to I, I refuse to like I'll have drinks in the studio if I'm like fucking around. Yeah. But um. Yeah, anyways, we got so sidetracked, but yeah, I like to punch in kind of thing now, but um, I wrote, I wanted like a vocal effect and I didn't know that you could get like free autotune on the internet and stuff. And I was recording on a free or light version of Ableton. Right. Um, and I had like this weird phasery bullshit on it and it sounded atrocious. <laughs> but um, I met Seton again through you on someone's birthday and, um, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and we're sitting in a gutter, and I showed him, and he was like, "Bro, like, I, I like this. Grains, man. I like this, <laughs> bro. Is it? Oh shit, I'm a gutter rat, bro. I'm. Oh my goodness, <laughs> Dixon drain rat. Oh jeez, you can't take Dixon out of me, bro. But um, oh god, that. Oh no. But um, <laughs> um, yeah, no. He was like, "Yo, this is fire. Um, I want to be on this." And then yeah. Uh, you hit me up saying he was looking for someone to move out with. He was with. looking for a roommate, yeah, and then yeah. And then he joined the house. Yeah, joined up, and then we had done Casket Dreamy, and I think it was on my birthday. I think it was my 20th birthday, living with him. I just moved in there on my birth, and he uh, gifted me this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, nice. And then, uh, yeah, like uh, formally kind of like got Push me into, into YG, YG yeah. yeah. And then I couldn't think of a name. Yeah, that was uh, well, the yeah. I remember the process for that, bro. So rough, yeah. so rough. <laughs> now YNG stuck, uh, has stuck. So it's a, uh, I'll take it. I'll take it. How did you come up with Daku? It it happened after we wrote back and forth. And we're like, oh, like, if you want to be in YNG, you got to think of a name. And uh, yeah, I did the same thing. I was racking my brain for so long because because the meaning behind it. Is you don't want to, cool. yeah. Like I want a cool name, be like. You don't want to, you, I don't want to be corny. I'm like, 
never really had like what a, you trying to say, bro. Yeah. What, you, what you trying to say? <laughs> I never really had like never really had like a nickname like that apart from Nav. You know, everyone just calls me Nav. But yeah, unfortunately, that's taken. You know, first brown boy to get it popping. Yeah. <laughs> he's out there, so I, I couldn't really couldn't really roll with that. Ooh. But uh, Daku was like, I think I think you know what it was. I used to listen to a you know that NBA young boy song Bandit. Good God, bro. Good God. <laughs> it was that phase. I was just bumping that around the house. And uh, Daku in, in Hindi is actually, it means bandit. And I was like, oh, it kind of flows, you know. I mean, we'll, we'll throw it out there and, you know, I can always just change it if I don't like it. And, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know, it kind of stuck. And then when I when I started doing more DJing stuff, I feel like, you know, it kind of fit in that kind of mold as well. And, yeah, I don't know. I just kind of ran with it. But I like it. It's kind of fire, bro. It when flows, I heard it. It's catchy. I, it's memorable. When I when I heard that you had that name, I was like, if I had a stage name, what would it be? And I was trying to like look up all these like cool things. Yeah. Because like everyone in the group has a pretty cool like meaning behind their name. Yeah. But like mine was literally based on the fact that then, maybe not now, I don't know, it's all <laughs> up to you guys, but I looked the most innocent in the group. Well, jury's out even even then. <laughs> I mean, my actions are not, but is her... Uh, <laughs> I'm still a good boy. I'm a good boy. Mum, I swear to God, I'm a good boy. Tommy looks but, pretty innocent, man. I don't know. Oh, good God. No, he doesn't, bro. <laughs> no, he does not. Derelict. Oh, Jesus. 2M is a menace. Menace. We love him, though. We absolutely love him. Sometimes. Sometimes. No, no, no. I love that boy. <laughs> uh, I'd, I'd go to war for that guy. <laughs> oh, bro. You know how there's always one person in the group that you kind of like give a lot of shit to? Yeah, that's Tommy. Oh, it's Tommy. It's Tommy 100%. without a doubt. Yeah. Oh, bro, on oh God. He makes it too easy. He makes it Dude, too easy. He does. Oh, my God. He walks into it all yeah. the time. Yeah. All his, the his, time. His food combinations are the oh, easiest target. Bro. This man will eat anything. He will eat a combination of anything. Any Anything <laughs> that you could possibly think of is mixed in with, like, anything. Like, pizza with, like, I don't know, grapes on it more. Like, yeah. Just, oh, God. <laughs> outrageous. Like, yeah, I, I, don't, you, I don't even know. You sprinkled Tim Tams on a pizza once as well. Which, like, low-key could be kind of fire, but, like, no, it's it still, like, ugh, God. How, how do you think you went transitioning from um, Vacation Paradox to YMG with your, with your kind of music-making process? Because you used to do a lot more, like, I remember at the start, with Vacation Paradox, obviously, you were doing, like, straight-up pop. Mm. But then you went into YMG and you were doing, like, a lot more hip-hop, like, rap. But I feel like you're yeah. kind of like balancing that now again to like. Well, dude, that melodic. was like. Yeah, yeah, go. Yeah, that was like the hardest thing for me, I think, personally coming into YNG because um, like YNG, obviously, all the people that were in it currently or were not currently, but then mm. um, <clears throat> were all rappers. Yeah. And the cool thing to be, and it's only like, only like the last couple of years gone to like proper like melodic kind of rap, which, but even still, I can't do. Mm. I think it was, I dropped some really, really bad songs. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, it was just, I wanted to be some something that I couldn't be, and I didn't want to admit to myself that I couldn't potentially do it. Right, and, okay, um, I get you. Yeah, so like rap, for instance, mm. I can't rap. I can't yeah. rap, but I thought I could, and I wanted to do that so badly, and yep. I did try it. Yeah. However, um, as soon as I swapped it up, it was just like immediate kind of, I like this from you. Yeah, okay, yeah, man. no, fair. And you stay true to yourself, you know, like, if that's actually what you want to get into, you just got to put time into it. 
Yeah, and I just like I think that uh, doing like pop music is just, um, yeah, it just works out way better for me. Um, but in like you got the voice, like not utilizing that would be a shame. Yeah, yeah. I just wish I could rap, bro. That'd be so sick. That'd be so sick. That's why I stopped rapping. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, this DJ stuff, you know. I can rock with this. Oh god, how did you get into DJing? So it was um, it was it was like right after we dropped back and forth. Actually, I think. Oh, did um, Wolf Wolf Club back when it was open. Oh, uh, they were doing like this. They were doing like lessons, uh, and I I signed up for it just like on a whim. Mm. Uh, I was gonna do it with Julian. Shout out Julian. Um, and but Julian Julian couldn't come. I think he was like away at that time. He was in America. Um, so I just signed up for that and I went to it and Brittany DeMarco mm. uh, coached me up and, you know, kind of just got me into it. I, I started doing it like, oh, you know, this will be like a fun, like kind of, I'll do it on the weekends. You know, I like DJ, I like music. I've liked music all my life. And I was always that dude, like on orgs at the parties, you know? So I was like, how do I make this official? Oh, bro. Orgs <laughs> Wars with you was just, uh, yeah. it was a losing battle for me, bro. Yeah. It was, it was, I was not winning that. Yeah. So it was like a good, like. Kind of, kind of just started as a hobby, but then the more I got into it, like, the more I, like, enjoyed the culture. And I, I grew up listening to, like, you know, House and Tech and, you know, old artists, like, Example, like, Calvin Harris, like, 2011, 2012 days, like, that was me. Yeah. You know, before I had my, like, you know, indie, like, Aussie artist, Triple J phase. <laughs> like, I was, I was a house head back in the day, but, yeah, and then I just stuck with it. I really, and then uh, I got called into fiction did a couple shows there and then I was like, I really enjoyed this. Like, and just kept, kept running with it. And yeah. Bro, I remember, um, being backstage with you when you, uh, opened up for Franco or closed oh, Franco. Young Franco. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, that was, that nuts. was, that was, that was show, very yeah. cool. That was yeah. very cool. Yeah. He's such a nice guy. Oh yeah. Super good opportunity. I yeah. thought he'd be a little bit more like, kind of like he, like he's a very underspoken person. Yeah, Which very I thought quiet, was very like, weird. Soft-spoken dude, yeah. Yeah, like he, you see his Instagram. He seems so, like, like confident, bro. Guy, like, yeah. He's just very quiet in person. Yeah, probably because yeah, yeah. he like, well, for me personally, I probably just was just so limp. Be like, yo, what's up, what's up, what's up? And he's like, oh, God. <laughs> Who's this guy, man? Yeah. What would you say your favorite show that you played <clears throat> Oh, my favorite show that I've played? I'm like, I'm blanking. I can't even think yeah. of what shows I've played now at this point, you know? Um... I actually really enjoyed uh, Lucille Croft. That was a fun one. When uh, was that? That was also at Fiction. Uh, like oh, 2019, yeah. 2020, something like that. But I closed for Lucille Croft and it was just like a hard set. Like, and I like the crowd was, because I closed after her. So the crowd was like really like energetic and yeah, you know, firing. And it was just like, oh, okay, cool. I'll just have some fun with it. And yeah, it was, it was, they ended up. So it was a good yeah. time. That's lit. Yeah. That's lit. It's, um, your friend, uh, uh, Enchway as well does this stuff. He's kind of crazy as well. Did you, oh, Enchway's did, been blowing up. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you learn much from him? Cause when did you, you met him in like a group chat or like an Aussie group chat? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Like it feels kind of weird just being like, oh, Enchway is my friend. But like, uh, yeah, we, we started ch- chatting in like this, uh, this group called the face when you're Australian. It's called oh, Tuaz. <laughs> But I don't know. It was just like a random eclectic 
group of people. This is meme culture uniting us all. Yeah, bro, he is a bit of a meme. <laughs> he is a bit of a meme. He's so he definitely funny, gets on it. So yeah, it was just that kind of vibe. We were just having fun with it, and then we having a link up a couple of times and really got along. And I, I yeah, I, I hit him up when I first started DJing. Like you know, like hey, like I have these shows coming up. Like what kind of tips do you have and stuff? And he was yeah, really yeah. helpful. And now now I'm trying to like do a lot more production. So he's been he's been helpful and like yeah, I think I think that's kind of my next evolution. You know, with with music. To, Hell yeah. To build up my production kind of stuff. Yeah. We'll Bro, speaking of, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, Facebook pages, do you remember uh, uh, what's called, um, I can't say one of the words in here, but it's, <laughs> then you kind of get it. But uh, throwing throwing McNuggets at McFuck and then T-A-R-Ds, don't want to be cancelled here, um, no, to start, a, this. To start this? a McShit fight. Bro, it was the... Oh, goaded page, bro. <laughs> goaded page. Bro, it was just like funny, like Macca's memes. And I worked at Macca's oh, okay, got you. at the time, bro. <laughs> Very it was topical. My favorite page, bro. I've always like been curious because, like, <laughs> in any workplace, like, you're going to have some kind of like meme people and meme moments. Meme moments. Meme moments. <laughs> <laughs> bro, dead set. I like almost was like going to post on it. Thank God I didn't, bro. My uh, store manager like added me on Facebook and I'm like, then I'm like, all right, I'm about to hit a thousand, thousand friends on. I, I was one of those people that would like add random people just so I could have like heaps of the friends on Facebook. Got you. As if they're like my real friends, bro. I dead set got called into like the manager's office for following that page. Damn, they were on top of it, bro. I like I have never like that's like the and that was then, bro. When did you I work at McDonald's? You got discipline for. Bro, I was Social told. Media. I was told to unfollow it. I was told to unfollow no it because you're not allowed to. It's uh, it's in the contract when you like sign. I imagine it's in any job that uh, if you like sign uh, when you sign on to like a contract, if it's defacing the business or like whatever. But I literally thought nothing of it. Like I, yeah, well. I loved working McDonald's. Shout out McDonald's. If anyone needs a <laughs> first job McDonald's. though, not nah, everyone. I swear to God, bro. I got like certificates by the time I was like sixteen, and bro. I'm still in school. I think like, everyone needs to work retail. Oh, retail or like hospital, yeah. I think everyone needs to do it. Yeah. It just makes you like appreciate. Dude, mandatory one year. Yeah. Because when people sure. come in and treat you like shit, it's like, fuck you. Fuck you. And you know they haven't yeah. like worked in retail. Yeah. No, oh. after I worked hospital, I'm, um, someone doesn't like clear their plate or like stack their shit. Like, I'm like, come on, man. Like, these people work in minimum wage, bro. <laughs> you know, <laughs> try to make their lives easier. Bro, if I ever see you, buddy, waiting my like table, I'll just like drop the food on the floor and look at you and make you pick it up. <laughs> You're a terrible person. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, <laughs> oh god. Oh. Bro, I do not miss working in like cafes and stuff as well. It was it was fun. It was fun at the time. I wouldn't want to do it now. Mm. You know, if, if it's if it's like some people really like hospo, you know, like they enjoy oh, yeah. like the art of hospo. Mm. But for me, it was just like a job. So, yeah, I, don't know. I, I can't deal with the the people, the Karens. <laughs> that's that's what got me. Oh, speaking really? of Karens, bro, I really want to check out that uh, Karens Cafe in Melbourne. Have you guys heard? That, yeah, have, that. seen that? Yeah, bro, it's all over like, TikTok. TikTok. All yeah, dude, dead set. Oh, dude, that looks funny as hell. How do you? I, I'm genuinely curious. How do you get fired from a job like that? Yeah, I don't know. Like. Like literally, like what? Because people are walking past. You're supposed like, to, yeah. You're supposed like to like act out. You're supposed to like be disrespectful. So like, what? What's the? Yeah, it's, a, it's the a very. Line? It seems like a very secure job. Yeah, <laughs> like you, you got to really need... like you got to have a bad, bad fuck up to fuck up. 
But like, how? What is that? What is that? Like, yes, you could drop the food, I suppose. But I mean, it happens with everyone. I'm sure if anyone's been a waiter, there's they've dropped something at one point. But yeah, oh, oh. Like, ball back like flashbacks. <laughs> we work in cafes, <laughs> bro. I must say, give credit. I must give. I must give credit to anyone who can do the 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 plates. The plates. No, I couldn't do it. I could do like Nuts. three. I couldn't do four. But three was hard enough. Bro, I could barely Burning do one. Forearms. I could barely do one. <laughs> <Shaking>. Slipping all <laughs> over. But um, yeah, I think you need to investigate this because I'm genuinely curious. Yeah, get a get a Karen's employee, Karen's cafe on TikTok. Yeah, man, these TikTok trends. We were just talking about the uh, the minions, <laughs> the minions movie trend. Oh my god, <laughs> on bro. TikTok and people going like dressing up in suits, going there. It's I want to do it. It's actually wild to me that TikTok influences like real life cultural moments now as much as it does. Bro, it's beautiful. If I saw it's that, it's beautiful, bro, but it's kind of like, scary. Yeah. Like the algorithm is like it's kind of controlling everything now. You know, we're in a simulation, bro. I believe it. I believe that. I believe that. <laughs> they're on to some. They're on to some. Oh like, my god! <laughs> like the, the algorithms sync up. You know, people are people are making things happen, and like they're having consequences now. Like these trends are just big. Yeah. Were you were you saying that, Mike? People aren't allowed into the movie. People are getting thing. banned if you wear suits and you go to watch the Minions Bro. movie from cinema. Like, they're like, you, you got to get out. To be fair, if you're like a mum with like a little kid and like this rowdy group of teenagers come in to watch the Minions movie and they're like shouting and like singing the Yeet song, like, I, <laughs> I, wouldn't, be ha- I wouldn't be a happy parent. Like, you know, I'm like, man, I'm trying to take my kid out to watch the movie. Bro, I just like, I love the, when they go down the elevator and they just... Bro, I think that's so funny, bro. If I had that many friends, I would. You want to do it? Do it. Oh, I do. If anyone wants to do it, bro? Let's tee up a time. Or we're all gonna do it. <laughs> let's storm Dendi, bro. Also, Dendi because they have bloody hot popcorn. Can't hot do it, bro. Popcorn, Lee's bro. Lee's watching this. Like we can't. We can't be doing. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro. There's some crazy things on TikTok, bro. Yeah. It's like you, ruining you, you, you my life. A lot on TikTok, hey, I, I, I keep seeing you on my... On bro, my I've been like trying to get across in there, but it's... Oh, my God, bro. It's it's a grind. Dude, it is a yeah. absolute grind, bro. Like you got to put in hours, honestly. Dude, half the time... See, the TikTok's the worst thing. So, like, making the content isn't hard. The yeah. whole point of it is, like, if you want to get some inspiration or something, because if anyone's like... I think, like, you, even if you see those pyramid scheme bullshit, like, oh, you should be... Doing this, and you know that if you take the money, they're going to tell you the exact same thing. But yeah. I think it's like Instagram when Instagram was like proper popping. Like if you posted yeah. consistently and did and like start, yeah. and nice lighting and whatever and like correct hashtags, blah, blah, blah you'd like Algorithm get just boost, a little yeah. bit exposed. But um, yeah, creating content isn't like the problem. It's more about um, looking for content and then you get lost in TikTok, bro. It's like, <laughs> dude, I'm watching. And the worst you got to read the trends, man. I can't. Like they they just come and go like so quick now. That's what I mean, bro. I'm like, like by the time oh. I've like caught onto a trend, like people are moving on. It's like oh, great, bro. It's like me with anything. I'll come to you guys and be like, yo, I just like found this, and they're like, bro, that was like like this is a year old trend. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> no, TikTok is discouraging. I remember I like I was like oh, okay, let me hop on TikTok when it was like first up, and I like I spent like an hour making like a mix like. Uh, let me post this, you know, get my get my DJ stuff out there on TikTok. I'm on TikTok. Let's go. <laughs> like 40 views and like one dude just commented, sorry, mate, no good. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and my, roommate, my roommates read that. Connor and Dylan read that. <laughs> they were just like, 
They went on my Instagram and obviously, as you do, commented on every single one of my photos. Oh. Sorry, mate. No good. <laughs> I haven't made a TikTok oh. since, bro. I've got, I got to get back into it. It's discouraging. This <laughs> cyberbullying. Like, it's back. Oh, bro. And it's boosted. Maybe that can be your thing. Have you guys seen that uh, that Mason Parker, I think his name is, that um, posts on like literally every single Instagram post that's like, who else is high right now? <laughs> no, I have seen that. I have Bro, seen that. and literally he does nothing. Well, I'm not sure if he does anything else, but that's all The I fact see. that I know like who you're talking about says it all. Like he's got presence. Maybe your thing could be like, sorry, <laughs> sorry mate, bro, no, no good. good. Yeah. No good. Good God. It's, it's, it's not my thing. It's the dude that commented on my, my oh, things. They can start it for you. <laughs> bro, you know what? The one last thing on TikTok, I, what I hate is when you're like, because everyone's like probably on like either Instagram or TikTok late at night, right? Yeah. You're just chilling. Sleep and you're schedule's like, you, in the mud. Oh, bro, on oh God. As soon as you download that app, bro, you expect not to sleep ever again. But you'd be flicking through and you'll see a really good TikTok and you'll be like, hell yeah. And then you're like, oh, do I go to bed? Nah, one more. One more good one. one and then more. you're like, shit, shit, shit. And then it's a good one. It's like, all oh, right, just my, one more, one more. My bro. screen time. I don't even want to talk about it. Oh, it's, a, it's terrible. I actually, <laughs> speaking of screen time, bro, I got the notification. You know, iPhones, I like, give you that yep. notification. It was like, oh, it's down 10%. I'm like, hell yeah, hell yeah, bro. It was like six hours. I'm like, oh, my goodness, bro. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's not good. Yeah, you're putting in, you're putting in proper shifts. Oh, bro. Oh. Dude, I'm not, I'm not making too much content, bro. Like, yeah. that is just me being like, that was funny. That was funny. And then it's yeah. minions, bro. Once I see this, I'm like, oh, shit, here we go. No, I mean, I'm clicking on that, uh, I'm clicking on that uh, sound. I'm watching them all, bro. Oh, no, you're... <laughs> In the trenches, you've gone deep. Oh, dude, I've, I think I'm, I've like, I've been taken now. I've been taken. TikTok, TikTok has now taken me. Damn, it's gonna get us all, man. I told you the algorithms, the algorithms, they know. <sighs> Bro, it's sneaking up, sneaking up on me like Vecna, if you know what I'm saying. No, I haven't seen Stranger Things, man. I, <laughs> well, I, that wasn't. A I spoiler. keep seeing the references, and I'm like, oh, like, oh, like, like something's to do with music, but like, I'm not sure what. Oh God. Well, that was spoiler alert. Okay. No, it wasn't. It? Oh, okay. it wasn't. Gotcha. I have seen it though. Oh, right. Fucking awesome. Is it worth really? it? Oh, hundred percent, bro. Okay, you 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 sold me a little bit. Hundred percent, dude. I actually got onto uh, Stranger Things. I was like super hungover one day, and I was just like watching. And you know how you put on like a show, and then you can kind of like The Office is really good for that. Also, The Office it's is like a background awesome. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I woke up like I fell asleep during like the first couple episodes. Woke up and I bro, I just smashed out that whole entire season that day. Wow, it's yeah. engaging. Bro, oh my god. So, oh god. I, I feel like, again, I feel like TikTok's just ruined my, like, attention span, though. I can't watch shows now. 100%. I can't, I can't do it. Like, I gotta be, I gotta have it in the back and then be, like, scrolling or, like, doing something on my phone. Yeah. Yeah, I can't do it. It's terrible. The only show I properly watch is all the Marvel shows. Like, I'll watch that without fail every week. Bro, do you, like, for someone who, because I only ever watch them uh, because of, like... Mitch, yeah, I like try to get into the movies. And I'm like, I bet I can, I can watch these. I can watch these. Yeah, yeah. Because obviously, I watched the like the first couple, and I'm like, oh hell yeah. But um, bro, I swear to God, there's a new character in every single one of them, bro. That's why I, I feel bad going to the movies with anyone who with a Marvel movie because I'm just like doing the bro. Who's that? Oh, right, so right. Like, yeah, okay. I, yeah, I get you. I don't know. Yeah, I think you kind of they made it so you have to keep up with the ecosystem. Wow, bro, it's like, like the Apple like thing, you know. Apple, you gotta bro. you gotta be into every single thing, but like, I I just can't sit like I, all those Stranger Things is a bit like that. I just I miss twenty minute episodes and movies an hour thirty, bro. I don't want to sit there for really? three hours. I can, I can I can watch movies weirdly enough. I can't watch shows. Shows are like I don't have the attention span for. 
Really? Yeah. Have you seen any good movies recently? No. Not really? No, I haven't. I watched um, Everything Everywhere all at once. Mm. You seen that? Yeah, that's fucking I watched good. that like when I came yeah. Bro, it's crazy. It's oh, like, so good. It's in my like top three movies, I swear, of all time now. It might be recency yeah. bias, but like... No, it's, I was it's up there. Yeah, I watched it twice. It's, it's I like, like it yeah, Totally changed the game of like what a movie is. It's wild. Yeah. What is it? It's, it's everything everywhere all at once. And it's like, it's like this uh, lady who works in a laundromat and then just like multiverse stuff. I don't even know how to explain yeah. it. It's chaotic. It like huh? should be an animation. Like Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But it's but live they action. do it all real. Yeah, it's. It's so well made. Very like, cool. And it hit me. <laughs> like I, I watched it with Julian. I think I cried in the last like half an hour consistently. Mm. And then I, I really liked it. So I went back and I watched it alone. I swear I cried more. I think I cried like for 45 minutes. It's unbelievable. I think it hit me like being like a first gen as well because it's like a migrant family. Mm. I really like related to it. Like mm. like the mother's character. I was like, oh, bro, this is like my mom. Like fully. <laughs> and like, yeah, I don't know. It hit me. It's, it's watch it. Definitely watch it. Definitely watch it. Yeah. I just sure. like anything that kind of like will space me out, you know what I mean? Like, that will ruin the way that I look at things. Like, I played this game called Subliminal, and it just ruined me. It's like, it's the whole concept of it is things are a lot closer than they seem. Right. And, um, yeah, pretty much you can just, like, look at that light, but if you're playing the game, you look at it, and then you grab it, and it's right here. It's a, it, just, like a it destroyed VR me. And that's like, like the like the dimensions and whatnot. Is, so is is that what the movie is about? Like kind of No, no, no. Oh, so I just like bro. completely misread that. Oh no, yeah, fully. <laughs> fully. Wait, so, oh fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> oh, oh it's out on Blu ray now. So I'll, oh, I'll cop it and then yeah, we can watch it. Yeah. It's definitely yeah. worth a watch. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. And uh apologies to the people in the uh live stream getting a bit of a choppy pick. It'll be up in uh, on YouTube tomorrow, so hopefully you can catch up. Um, but we did get a few quick questions. Mitch asked, uh, do you have any music regrets in your music career so far? Both the... Oh, White Lighter. Really? Why? Yeah, it's, listen to it, bro. It's bro, trash. I like it. It's trash. I, is that just you being too harsh on yourself? Intro goes for way too long, so I lost people. Right. Um, lyricism, terrible. Just the whole song, like overall vibe of the song, if it goes for like for one too long. Right. But uh, for what, like for what I actually did in that song, but it was just, it lost people. People aren't, once they listen to that long intro, which was like 30 seconds. Mm. No. What about you? I mean, no, nothing specifically would like, I mean, I really got back and forth as a single out, but. I think I realized after it, like... Or even in your DJ yeah, I th- journey. Well, well, I think, yeah, more more like bigger picture, I think I realized like after I dropped back and forth that I, I like singing and rapping, but when I try and like monetize that and make that my job, I didn't enjoy it as much. And that's why I think I moved my focus to DJing and now production a lot more because I... I I don't know. I feel like it's like nice to have some things as just a hobby mm. without trying to like capitalize on it. Like mm. I like painting, but I'm not trying to sell my art because I feel like it would just kind of ruin that for me. I like just have that being my thing. Mm, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. I feel, I feel like 
bigger picture, like with, with the the rapping, I kind of put that to one side, and then yeah, I don't know, musical regrets. Do you think you'll re- revisit it for? for I mean, the I, fun I, of it? I still make music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like I, I like make little demos all the time and like record like covers and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe in the future, I'm not ruling it out. Uh, I want to see. Like, I want to see if I can incorporate, you know, vocals in like my production down the track. Mm. But right now I'm like trying to just hone in on my production mm. and really like make that a thing. Cause I, I've, I feel like I tend to, I tend to fall into like the, like the, what's the, what's the term? Dooning Kruger effect. Is that what it is? Where you like, where you like get into something new and it feels like such a big like hill to climb, but then you learn the basics and you think like you're, you're at the top of that hill. But in reality, like you've only just scratched the surface, and there's a lot more you can learn. Mm. I think that's I think that's what the effect is. I could be butchering that completely, mm. but I think that happened with DJing as well to an extent. Like I, I got into it, and like I started getting these club shows, and I was like, oh, okay, like cool, like I've I've kind of hit the the peak of you know what I can do with DJing. But in reality, like I hadn't even scratched the surface. I had so much more I could learn, and so much more I could you know, do creatively express. And like, I think since then I've spent more time low key trying to perfect that. And like, I'm trying to do a lot more. I'm trying to blend like the genres. I'm trying to do like Punjabi, like UKG and bring in a bit of my heritage into my DJing. And now I'm trying to reflect that with my production. But I think, yeah, in terms of regret, that's kind of the only regret I have, but mm. nothing, nothing outright, no, no like moment of regret, so to speak. Yeah. When you said before that you were not, you regretted that song, and you mentioned the structure of it and how it plays, and is that a big part of what you think about when you're making music nowadays for the streaming, like the the structure and how a song will will work online in a way? Hundred percent. I think that we live in a time where like. Especially, I think it's getting a little bit, going back to a little bit longer. I think that uh, influences such as like XXX Tentassium, for instance, he had very short songs because he mm. maybe even like, I'm sure he's spoken about it, but I think that he subconsciously knows that shorter songs can carry a lot more impact if you're like, it's well written. But also we, like in today's generation, we don't have like a huge attention span. Like we do in some aspects, but that's why you got TikTok, bro. You got short things right and it's like when you introduce someone you got what seven seconds for them to formulate an idea about you mm. exactly like what you should do with music man like it's the first line brings you in you know what i mean so if it doesn't hook you immediately which i had a long intro mm. for one the sample that was used you can barely understand it which is preventing people from listening to it like it's you know what i mean like that Fair people enough. i think that uh yeah, the we we like as artists, like the vocal artists type thing, carry it only so far, but producers, man, they goats. Goats. Mm-hmm. And I think they deserve a whole lot more credit than they do. And I think it's getting to that point now. But yeah, there's definitely a lot more recognition as, recently. Yeah. yeah. You just I think you just need to grab them immediately. And yeah. if people are gonna vibe with the first couple of seconds of the song, then I think that it's gonna be a good song, you know what I mean? Unless have you, you have you tried to revisit White Lighter and like re record it? I try to Forget that I made it. If I'm totally really? Yeah. I appreciate why and like when I made it. I appreciate yeah, yeah. it. And don't get me wrong, but yeah. like, I don't like the song. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Fair enough. 
I really like it. Yeah. Do you find that that, that. Um, that battle between what's going to a short song, what's going to work, affects your creativity at all? Though, no, I think that it's more something that I like to think about because YNG has a marketing business as well, so we we market for artists too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, that's something you guys have really mastered, like the release of a song. Well, that's what the music as as much as it sucks, and like I'm sure that, and I'm a hundred percent agree with anyone that thinks otherwise. But in my personal opinion, like being an artist, like you could be the most dog shit artist, but you could be the biggest person in the world if you know how to market yourself. Such a six nine, bro. Like you can, I could. If I asked you, people who are better than that's six a polarizing nine, dude, you, your brain would go crazy. But like six nine, that's what I mean. But he's like. I get, I get what you mean. Yeah, I get what he you knows mean. how yeah, to yeah, market people. Bad publicity he knows is good how publicity. To, yeah. He knows how to grab people. And I think that when I make stuff creatively, I yeah, always okay. there is something in the part of my mind, but I live and breathe marketing, you know what I mean? Like I enjoy yeah. it so like much. Like that commercial kind of and you know, the commercial success of that song is is in the back of your mind, I feel like mm. as you're making. Yeah, I definitely I think of the big picture when I make things, but it yeah. isn't that isn't all I think about, yeah, yeah, but yeah. At the end of the day, like I, if I'm doing this, I want to give it my all because I don't want to grade anything. So I do need to factor in that if it isn't marketable, probably like I probably, it, I would personally I would move on, mm-hmm. and then just release it or maybe on SoundCloud if I wanted if I liked it. But um, yeah, it is definitely something I, that I, I think, think about. I think it's kind of crazy that these days that I feel like artists are expected to have you know the the skills to you know make their art and you know, perfect that, but then they also fully have to do the marketing of it. They have to do the, you know, the social media and all of this. And I, I, I was sitting there the other day thinking, like, what are labels doing these days? Like, what's their actual job? They're signing people, I feel like, that are it's getting hot. Money. I yeah. feel like labels are signing people that are getting hot already off their own marketing, though. Mm. What's what's their role? And asking in, them to do more of it. Exactly. Like, Keep doing what you're doing and yeah. we'll take 20%. What's, what's the role of labels going forward? If it, if it keeps going like this, I get like you can mm. you know build a team and like you know allocate tasks to people, but yeah, I feel like it's just moving more and more towards independent creators. Well, I think that's I why like Russ that. is such a, like an inspiration to a whole lot of people because I think he's just signed to distros. I don't personally know, but like I'm sure you could look it up, and he's probably signed because I don't think his his whole thing is independent. Mm. But he's obviously got someone to like push his stuff, so it's probably like a distro rather than a yeah, I don't know, like I don't, a small label. I don't really listen to, to play. Russ, but fair enough. But he like released that book, and I'm like, um, I remember first seeing. I think I think uh, Marta mentioned it to me, but also I saw it on Kirkland's story. I think mm. right, and um, we did it. We did it here in the uh, Master Flats book club. Oh, oh really? Yeah, yeah. yeah well. It was a, a great, great book. Yeah, mm. really cool. Yeah, there you go. Actually, I've like been trying to like get around to reading it, but yeah, yeah, I'm not. It's, I, like, it's really scrolling TikTok. Really oh, yeah. <laughs> it's really short too. It's, a, it's an easy read. Yeah, yeah. And so, what are, what do you reckon is the thing that you've learned from doing the YNG marketing stuff the most about the industry? Brian, I think without it's giving like, away your secrets, but yeah. <laughs> generally, yeah, I think that one of the coolest things about the marketing side was is the people that I kind of, like, get to talk to, for instance. Like, I love talking to people and meeting, like, crazy, like, cool people. 
uh, big major labels or smaller labels. Like we get to meet them pretty much all. And mm. um, what we do is very like new. Like they teach. I'm fairly sure there's like the now they've got social media like degrees now. But um, yeah, we bro, we don't have any of that, bro. But like it's literally just fully self-taught. And I think that um, yeah, the coolest thing about wait, what was your question again? Sorry. What what advice or what have you learned from doing that process? Like from my advice the, the to, marketing stuff. Yeah, I think my advice to anyone who's like looking to market themselves is just kind of, what do you like? Like genuinely, mm-hmm. like if you're on, because everyone is different. Everyone, uh, you probably don't like the same music that I like. You don't either. I think you got to figure out your demographic. Who yeah. who is your demographic? And yeah. t- I know that a lot of people say that, but the demographic is like. If you look at any of the major artists, so mm. you got the, like, who is listening to them mm. and who are you trying to pick? But then you also got to turn around and be like, is my music like this? For instance, I spent my whole, like, YNG pretty much pitching to rap people. Yeah. And rap people don't want to hear me sing, bro. Yeah. Like, that is just quite frankly not the audience. And some of them might, but that's yeah. just quite frankly not. Whereas I should be pitching to people who my music is nowhere near as good as like One Direction, but I'm aiming for that audience that because, audience. bro, I'm well, so strong, want to and... be more in France. Like that yeah, is yeah. like, that is, it's lighter and it's not the same demographic as these people. So I just think that anyone just look at your music and then what do you like? So for instance, we saw memes. So then we built our network from there because memes of how I personally find out my news I find out, and Such sometimes a dystopian dude, statement. There, no, there's only been one clickbait that I've ever delved into, and that was the black box that they made in Tasmania, bro. This is so embarrassing because I went to a family dinner, bro, and I convinced my whole family, like, yo, bro, they're they're like documenting the end of the world. I don't know. Like, I don't even know change. what this is. Bro, <laughs> I don't even know if this is what I want to get into. One of the meme pages just <laughs> fucked me up, bro. Fucked me up. But yeah, no, my my whole thing is just. Look at your music, who is your audience, and think about it critically rather than listening to someone tell you, look at your audience, just be like... You know what I found crazy when I was working with the YNG marketing stuff is the people running these meme pages that are having such a big influence on... Kids, bro. All these kids. Bro, they're like 16, 17-year-olds. They're the new record labels. Exactly. Like, they're the the people shaving the culture. Mm. They know what people engage with. They, They know, like, what kind of stuff people want to interact with and they they have they figured out how to monetize it mm. and turn it into marketing than just for you know like a funny like meme page it's crazy dude it is nuts. i was doing nothing like that at 16 bro it's insane i, f- I swear they're getting younger and younger like where's it um, see oh go on uh, go on no go on <laughs> i i think this where it leads into that uh the, these are the people that kind of like thought outside the box or just got like some some people just bought pages, whatever. Mm. But the, the hustler's mindset that <laughs> hustler's university. Oh, hustler's shout out, yeah, shout out Andrew Tabor. <laughs> not actually, not actually. I know <laughs> no, I'm not don't say that. we're, don't we're say not that. going on that. Don't but that. um that's what I mean. Like we live in a, a world now <laughs> that we see all these things that it's like you need to be a millionaire before you're like seventeen. It's like how the fuck do I do that, bro? Like I'm trying genuinely. to afford lettuce, man. Bro, dead, yeah. I'm trying to pay your rent. Buy this man lettuce, bro. <laughs> Please. <laughs> get, a mo- get a mortgage for that lettuce. <laughs> but I think it puts pressure on uh, like kind of just like everyone just in general. And that's why I kind of liked how X did it as well. 
that he was like, I won't tell you my age because you'll discount me or discount my knowledge when I speak something. Mm, and, okay. um, yeah, like I liked that because it isn't like it ages, age, ageism. Maybe that is a thing. Like it's, it shouldn't be thought about that. Cause I'm, dude, I'm 23, bro. I'm panicking. I'm like, maybe I started this too late. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, like, yeah. am I yeah. where I need to be? Of that quarter life crisis. Bro, Yo, you 100%. know, you know what gave me a quarter life crisis this is a great segue. I, I saw the, uh, see the James Webb deep space, like photos the other day. No, what is that? Yeah, can we can we pull that up? So they, oh, you remember you remember Hubble telescope? No, bro. Space is I'm just it goes above my head. So the the James Webb they sent like this uh, telescope out ages out, and it's like the most high def photos we've had of like these galaxies and these nebulas ever, and that is like thousands of galaxies in that frame. But then if you go to the actual, like, website, I don't know where it is, but you can scroll out using a slider, and that just keeps getting smaller. It's like it's not even one pixel, and that's thousands of galaxies. And I woke up, I, I just woke up, I opened my phone, and I saw that, and I went back to bed because it just gave me an existential <laughs> crisis. It made me a nihilist, bro. I'm like, oh, we are so inconsequential. It's like the edge of the, like, nebula or something. I, I, I don't... I don't even truly understand it. Bro, it kind of looks like a painting, like some like hills and shit. It's crazy to me. It blew my mind, bro. Wait, is this the thing that they took a photo through a black hole? Is that the same thing? Or am I like, is this another like clickbait that I must have? I think have... it's another thing. Yeah, I think there's yeah. a okay. of thing. This is like the furthest we've ever seen. Yeah, and the clearest which, we've which ever seen. Which means it's like in the past. Yeah, what we're like... seeing is more in the past than what we've ever seen or something. Thousands of years. Yeah, like that's old. yeah. yeah th those dust clouds are seven light years high. I can't even comprehend <laughs> what that means. It's it's yeah, it's bloody cool. Yeah, it's it's getting to like the stage where. Do you guys believe in aliens? Oh, <laughs> speaking I mean, of the universe, I think statistically I do. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if we're ever gonna run into them, but like I think that surely like there's something going on. Especially after seeing that. The odds. Like, like yeah, the I, odds kept, that I kept zooming out. And I was like, oh, yeah. man, like, there's a lot of shit out there, but... Yeah. I don't know what. I wonder what would happen if we could, like... Do you think we could comprehend them? Like, if they're, like... I, I can barely comprehend that photo, man. <laughs> I, I don't know that about aliens. Like, I, I don't understand what's going on there. That is very true. Yeah. That is fair. Space is crazy. I've, I've been just deep diving into, like... Like oh, I rewatched Interstellar, <laughs> and then I was like, okay, let me let me get on my space bag again, bro. The first time I tried to watch Interstellar, bro, I fell asleep. I'm not gonna lie. Hell, man, dude, I know it's like a very good movie. That's but I, I dead ass, bro. I haven't been able to sit through it. Damn, I have not. You, that you, you truly are addicted to TikTok now, man. Oh, dude, don't even <laughs> your say attention that, bro. span's gone. Oh, it's God. not. It's not working. See, I'm. I could tell myself all I like right now. I'm like, no, no, I'm not. And bro, I hundred percent know. <laughs> Regardless of what I get up to tonight, I'm always going to end it <laughs> with four a.m. TikTok. Be like, oh, I bet. Oh. <laughs> I've been there. I've been there. Oh man. Wait. So people were asking you questions. Yeah, we had a few questions in the chat. Oh, I, I asked them, um, but apologies again. The chat. The, the stream's been pretty ropey, so mm. uh, it's going to be best to watch on YouTube. But uh, 
we had also we had Rack in the chat. He said to say hi, Mr. Rilla. Oh, what's up, um, Rack, bro? Ask about Melbs. Um, True. You guys oh, are hell yeah. a, a plan and a takeover down there. Yeah. What's uh, What's the plan? Yeah, is this is this public? Is this like okay? I guess it really, but it is now. Yeah, it's now. Soft yeah. launch our Melbourne move. Yeah. No, we um, the yeah, I think everyone wants to move for like different reasons. Mm. But um, I've always wanted to see like the world. I think Canberra's a little bit. I love Canberra a bit. I think it's the best place to live. However, way too slow for me. Way feels too very, slow yeah, it feels me. very like sheltered. Well, I also want to do more shows, but I don't know yeah. anyone. I think my biggest problem. Like, for me personally, is how do you get shows? Whereas, like, yeah, Melbourne, yeah. bro, like, it seems to be, like, very easy. And, like, yeah. like, I've been hit up for shows over there already, so I'm, like... Yeah, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like the culture is just more diverse in Melbourne in terms of mm. you know, what, what kind of shows are even ran. Yeah. The type of events that are that are out there. But, yeah, I don't know, I'm very keen to move to Melbourne. Mm. I'm going out tomorrow, actually, for inspection. So. Oh, you're driving up, hey? Yeah. So if I can lock down a lock down a spot, then I'm out of here. Should be fine. I'll sleep on your couch for a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah. All of YNG's going down, and I think we're I think we're just keen to like I think we're all very very transitional like moment of our lives. Like I just finished uni. Like Seton Martyr is like wrapping up his album. You've got your next release is coming up, and. Mm. Yeah, I think I think we kind of just wanted a change of scenery and a change of the kind of dynamic in the music industry feels different in Melbourne to me for some reason compared to here. Mm. I think Canberra is like you, you if you're in the music scene like you know everyone. Everyone who's doing music, making music, performing anything. They're all very supportive. It's great, but um I don't know. I feel like yeah, like I said Melbourne just feels very diverse to me. I feel like there's a lot more going on that I haven't even thought could be going on 100 percent. yeah well it's yeah. also like the way like i'm sure it happens here but um launch parties as well like mm. weirdly you're kind of like like people literally gather in to like bars or whatever and they're very some good launch parties to, here. i know that they have yeah. them but it's just a little bit more frequent over there you know what i mean and yeah, like that's, that's one city, thing I think, that, yeah yeah i, I would I'm definitely can, like I'm keen to, to tear it up man I'm, I'm oh i'm very excited for melbourne I feel yeah. that, bro. I feel that. I reckon the first night's gonna be lit. The first, yeah, the first big show. Yeah, it's gonna be a fun one. Oh, dude, it's gonna be nuts. Yeah, I can't nuts. wait. Brian, the one person I am very keen to uh, be around a little bit more is my engineer Trey. Shout out AO Trey, bro. If yeah. you ever need an affordable and v- absolute fucking crazy mix, hit up my boy Trey, bro. Yeah, he sent you an invoice in the morning. For that yeah. Morning, so. <laughs> <laughs> I just made three hundred dollars. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, but all, in all seriousness, bro. <laughs> Absolutely crazy, but I'm just like, I, I've never had like a, because I'm like pretty, like essentially I'm pretty like new to the industry. Just oh, having yeah, someone sure. like, you just like, you so just mean, need one person to believe in you, you know what I mean? And I've never heard like a bad thing that he's ever said to me. And he's always been real. You yeah. know what I mean? Like if there's a dog shit, he's going to say it. Just a bit like Cedric the Carrot. He's never going to do me wrong. Never going to do me wrong. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I'm keen for the, the culture there. Yeah. We've got some like, nice. we've got some good friends down there now. I'm keen mm. to like. You know, get in the studio with Carter and stuff, you know? Maybe make some, like, garage tracks with them all. Oh, dear. Yeah, you know, some experimental stuff, like something we haven't done before. I reckon it'll be fun. Yeah. Shout know? out Carter as well. Yeah, dude. I love oh, that guy, man. He's the just whole energy. Kill Collective, bro. Yeah, he's just energy. 
Dude, yeah. he's nuts. Shogun. Yeah. Oh, God. Should be fun. It's very, it's very, yeah, very, very weird. Very weird. I haven't been, to, have you been to many, like, rap or just kind of, like, in general concerts? Well, not concerts, like, shows. Well, I suppose it's the same thing. But oh, yeah, heaps, bro. Yeah, so yeah. many. Shit, I, like, I really tried to, like, delve into them, but I never know about them. Yeah, gotcha. I know about, like, Kirkland's, bro. I really want to see Kirkland live. Oh, you mean, like, on a, on a like, a local level? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, not, okay. not, like, a, not, like, Jungle Giants or something coming here, like, bro, also Jungle Giants. <laughs> Famed rap group, Jungle Crazy. Giants. Crazy. <laughs> But just like shows in general, like I don't, I don't hear too many yeah, going I on. You. I try, I try and be pretty like involved with it. But mm. I mean, it's hard. Like you can't go to everything. You can't do everything. But I try, I try and you know make a little calendar. Because mm. I'm also thinking like I want to do my shows. You know, I'm planning like events now, so I'm trying to figure out. Oh, I don't want to clash with them. I don't want to do this with them. So mm. yeah, I, I try and keep in the know. But That'd be good. Easier said than done, I suppose. Bro, I must say who, like, uh, I would give credit to someone who holds down to play in uh, Canberra's Capo. Yeah, he's he does out here. really well, yeah. bro. Really he's well. He's a couple shows at the Opera House. That's crazy. Dude, he deserves it, bro. Yeah, he for real. It. Works Congrats. very Big ups hard. to Capo, man. He's Facts. killing it. Yeah. 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 Especially, like, show as well. especially. Yeah, he was on here. Yeah. Before, yeah, he did hey, a yeah. show recently, yeah. Especially, like, uh, the fact that he, you know, built up a brand through Street Uni. Bro, and literally, like really, yeah. like he's given credibility to it. Like it is a, that's a pathway. Mm. It's kind of made. Like you can do it through this like thing they've set up. They made it. Mm. It's awesome. I did look. I didn't know too much about like street unis. Yeah, but um, I really like what they're like. Just kind of helping people that might not have yeah, either help at home it. or just like just in general, like having a safe place to go. Yeah, it just makes it accessible. Yeah, rock with that. Did you, you see just... Leroy? Boy, kid Leroy. Gave a hundred thousand, I think it was, to um, a uh, a street union in Sydney, I think it was, because that you went to, bro. That that. is awesome. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't know about that, but that's fine. Yeah, I I really like respect that more than anything. Hundred percent. It takes effort and time. You like you're putting, you're taking out of your day to help other people. Yeah, hundred percent. And it makes a real impact too on a lot of people's lives. Like, yeah, changes uh, people's paths in life i used to help out 100 this group called vessel in canberra they do the same thing and they would uh, host like workshops and vessel know. yeah it's a, they're, they're like a dj collective mm. shout out joanne and mm. dot and nim um yeah they would host like workshops uh for for people that have less access to like djing and uh, i helped them you know run a couple of practice sessions and stuff but uh mm. they would target like you know like the lgbt community or people of colour, uh, people that just generally, like, don't have natural pathways into DJing. Like, equipment's expensive. Like, you need a space. You need someone to teach you how to do it. Mm. They would just do it every week. They would spend hours and hours teaching people. It was mm. awesome. And now a lot of those people are doing shows, like Baby Girl Chanel, like, Sosi. They're, like, making moves in the in the Canberra scene. And they all started, like, a couple of years ago in Vessel. That's so, mad. It's so dope. I love to see that like development arc as well because mm. they, they grew out of like uh, these, they were just like first year like uni kids bro and that's a, the, just the fact that people are able to do stuff like that and actually impact the community is just so like mm. wholesome but just kind of I feel like, like I feel like Canberra's really good for that oh like, everyone is very supportive 100% of each other yeah no I because I, I, I think I think everyone like realises you know the the music industry here is so small and like 
it does have a ceiling, so to speak. You know, it's, it's harder to break out of. I think there's a lot more like set traditional pathways in these bigger cities like Sydney and Melbourne where you, know, you have labels set up. You have like a lot of places where you will get recruited or scouted. But mm. in Canberra, like you really have to like pop to you know, break through that barrier. So I think everyone really helps out and like encourages each other to keep firing. Just dope. Like, I wonder if Canberra ever like kind of develop a kind of. I think the Canberra music scene has like developed in the last few years alone. Like it's 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 gotten big, but like I don't, I don't like I personally don't think that it could be mainly based on just the fact that it like we're in, live in a city, but we've got that country living or whatever it is. Right. Whereas like Sydney and Melbourne are like nuts. Like it's go go go, like twenty four hours, always on the road type. <sighs> yeah, it's shit. hard to say. I don't know. I think it just. I think I can see it developing a decent music mm. scene for sure, yeah. I hope and so. And I reckon we're yeah. already, like, above our... We're punching above, above our weight, above yeah. Above our weight, mm. like, yeah. per capita, the amount of artists... Yeah. ...and the level that they're at is probably, I reckon, higher... For sure. ...than a big city. Yeah. Almost. Because mm. people are, like, living off their music and they're doing it in Canberra. Like, you have people like, you know, even your Lucy Sugarmans and your Kirklands and stuff. Bro, I actually went to a... Um, uh, her like a what's it called video video shoot the other day Sugarman's uh, yeah 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 right. first time I met her I went with uh, Harry Young and uh, Seton right and um, Woodus Extras it was with uh, Crux Media oh, yeah. I was, it was so crazy because the guy who owns Crux Media I was uh, I was in the Embracing Me music video for oh, Safia, Safia. Yeah, back yeah, in the day bro. yeah, 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 yeah I remember that nuts bro and he remembered me from it he was like oh this isn't your first time I didn't time know Crux did video. that video that's crazy yeah bro oh dude they're unreal yeah full unreal, circle unreal bro yeah nuts but um yeah he full on remembered me even though I was in my like uh, it was uh what do you call it what are the Amish Amish little outfit yeah, for that, that I had for that to wear video. yeah yeah bro unreal <laughs> unreal but um oh, speaking of that uh, music video the, I think it was the priest who was in it is from the Matrix, like he was in the Matrix, bro. Really? You can't hear it in the video, but the video of him like yelling "stop" is in there, but obviously the music is playing over him. Right, bro. I was in the second row, I think it was in that church, and bro, when he said "stop," like it was unreal. Like, what, what, that, do, you, what do you mean? Like, was it part of the video? Like he said "stop" or like? Yeah, the, yeah. Like he's a boy. He's obviously an actor, right? Right. Yeah. But. He obviously, when he was when they were filming all the stuff, uh, Rihanna and um, I think his name was Isaac had to run down the aisle of this thing uh, of the church, mm-hmm. and um, he yells "stop" because obviously he's acting; he's in his own shit, even though it's right, not going to be right, like right. recorded. But, oh, but he just had like a weight to it. Oh my right, fucking right, bro! Right. If my mum yelled at me like that, bro, I would never fuck up ever. I'd be like, "Yeah, I'm doing the dishes, bro. I'm doing the dishes." <laughs> like it was nuts. Tracy was could nuts. never. Tracy could never. <laughs> But, um, well, that, lads, we've been uh, been yarning for a while now, so it's probably time to wrap it up. Yeah, oh, yeah. Sure. But uh, that flew by. Yeah, I'd, it was awesome to have you guys in today. I got one sort of final question for you guys. When um, when you were setting up the the Y and G crew, and what was the sort of goal there at the start, and then what is it kind of now? Mastermind group. Yeah. Everyone should have a group. Bouncing off ideas and like regardless of what industry you're in, as long as you have someone there to bounce off ideas, mm. they've got something that might not apply to you, but you can figure a way how to apply it to yourself. That's what YNG is. 
Yeah, I think I think I think it's I think it's just about having a group of people that you fully trust and you can rely on opinions, you can rely on, you know, feedback that's going to be constructive and you don't you don't take that negatively, you know. And using that and building and then growing together. I think that's the purpose of the group. I think that's what it's shaped into. Facts. Yeah. So and, yeah, and how has that gone over the past few years and what where is it going after in the future? Well, I think I think it was it was Seton Marta who who you know decided to come up with a group initially, and uh, I'm not too sure about his original motivations for it. Honestly, that's what it was, bro. Was think that think was that how it started? Rich, think and grow rich. Think and grow rich. Yeah, was a, was a huge influence on him. Yeah. Mastermind group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the whole point of it is is that regardless of what industry you're going to be in, yeah. it's a bit like what everyone else does. Yeah, you got to know. Like if everyone gets in a room, generally. That because they know someone. Like for instance, if you want to work at a bottle shop, mm. you know me, so I'll get you in a bottle shop. Yeah. That's a very small scale, but that's what YNG is. Yeah, and it's like, how can I help you benefit from me, and how can I benefit from you? It's give yeah. and take, and it's close for uh, relationships. And if you're going to form something like this, like I think it's always good to have like a close friendship group that you can be comfortable with. But um, yeah, I I don't think that it can really go anywhere else. It's just more of the fact of like what interests you at that time. Continuing that on. 100%. Yeah, I think whatever lane we kind of want to we just make individually sure delve in, I think the the key thing is like we have each other's support and we have that mm. kind of group that we can rely on getting feedback from and, you know, using each other's assets for our, you know, own development and making sure we reciprocate that the other way as well. Mm. I think that's the biggest thing for sure. 100%. Yeah. Follow Wangie, follow the universe. Yes, sir, baby. That's it. Well, perfect way to end, guys. Thank you so much for popping in. Thank you for having us. And, Thank uh, you. Join us in the flash. Thanks again to Capital for supporting us. And uh, Shout out. Apologies Hell, yeah. to everyone watching. You got the audio version, I think, so they were watching, but catch up on YouTube and everywhere else in the next few days. But, yeah, thank you, lads, and all the best with uh, with the next endeavours. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it, man.